Hello, I'm Pastor Daniel Flukey. Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from Christ the King and Living Hope Lutheran Churches. We are congregations of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Port Washington and Saukville, Wisconsin. We believe God's love is for you. Here's our message for this week. So the first lesson is from Acts chapter 7. I want to give you, remind us of a little context so that when you hear the story, it makes sense what happens with Stephen. So remember, we're in Acts. Acts starts with the disciples wondering what's going on, and then Pentecost comes, right? The rush of a mighty wind, they speak in tongues, and things really start to blossom and bloom and flourish and go bonkers, okay? And it's going great, and people are being healed through Peter and John and the other disciples. And so as things are growing and growing and growing, they have to organize so that things can go smoothly, okay? And so the disciples got together and they, uh, they laid hands on seven to help them, the original uh, 12 minus Judas plus Matthias, okay? So, and of those seven, one of them was Stephen. And so in, what leads up to the lesson today that Ron's going to read is Stephen um, has a long, long uh, proclamation which is really rehearsing all of what we call the Old Testament or Hebrew scriptures. Just the whole history of it, okay? And as he does that, Moses and the prophets and so forth, he also lifts up how even when God brought these people to speak to the all of Israel, some people received it, and others, including often the authorities, the people in charge, turned, shunned it or turned their back on it. Okay, and so he said, and then Stephen finishes up by saying, and that pattern has continued even with Jesus, especially with Jesus, after all these others. And you had your chance. God did it again. God brought the word right into your midst. And so, and so. A reading from Acts, chapter 7, verses 55 through 60. But filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears and with a loud shout all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their cloaks, coats, at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried, and in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses uh, 2 through 10. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow into salvation, if indeed you have tasted the Lord, that the Lord is good. Come to him, a living stone 
though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture. See, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. To you then who believe, he is precious, but for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the very head of the stone and a stone that makes them stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you are chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. For once, you were, once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. So I'm hoping you can kind of see up here. Um, what I did is, uh, well, that, the point is where Peter talks about Jesus Christ being the cornerstone. Okay? That's, there's great hit, uh, Christian songs and hymns about that. Churches always put a, a cross where the cornerstone of the actual building is. And that, so we think about um, our lives being built on Jesus Christ. Okay? So I brought, we, um, we have the, the world's cutest granddaughter. It's not up for discussion. Um, and when she comes over, she plays with these blocks that my sister and I played with way back in the day. So um, if you're going to build something... Um, it's too bad Rowan isn't here, but I'm going to uh, just put this together. Let's see, maybe I'll do, put a little gateway in the front there. And so if the, if the cornerstone, so if Jesus Christ, the cornerstone, isn't underneath, and you try to, whoops. So if, if Jesus Christ isn't at the core, at the base of your life, that's what's going to happen sometimes. If, if, it's, if Jesus is there, but sort of on the side, or even more just removed like the roof, which I'm not going to demonstrate, but, um, you know, it doesn't last. But if you build on Jesus Christ, on Christ the solid rock I stand, Right? All other ground is, everybody? Sand, thank you. Okay, good. Okay. And this, if I were better, if Rowan were here to help me, this could go up way up higher because it's built on Jesus Christ. Okay? Amen. Yeah. You got the idea. So I'll ask you to stand to hear the gospel. From John 14, Jesus says, and this is with the disciples in the upper room, 
okay? Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. <coughs> Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Have so we're in Easter, the Easter season, hearkening to the reality that life overcomes death. That's Easter's story, life overcomes death. Uh, it's most powerful in the event of Jesus Christ, the cross and the empty grave, which you have emulated right up here. Cool, okay? But it's really the trajectory of all of Scripture. Deuteronomy, Moses teaches the people, choose today, choose life, not death. Okay? So, and the Easter season is now, but really... For, for us, Easter is always. Easter pervades all that we do, all that we believe, how we live. It's Easter is always the reality. So, with, and with that as background and Jesus Christ as a cornerstone for us to think about, okay, then I think we're in a context today where, just today, and with these scriptures where you can, we can really think about the trajectory of life, okay? <clears throat> So, starting with, and just wonderfully, that our pastor and his wife have new life. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah. Can we get an amen? Amen. amen. That's beautiful, okay? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> and then in Peter it says, like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, right? So we got the beginning of life, okay? And then we got what happened with Stephen, the end of life, okay? But if you think about it, we got the end of life also in the gospel because John 14 is one of the gospels you hear most often at a funeral, very often at a funeral. I go to prepare a place for you, okay? So we can, and with thinking about Jesus as a cornerstone, we can think about a, the place, a place that's prepared for us, okay? So we got from birth to death and then Beyond, right? Because whether it's birth, death, or beyond, life conquers death. Because that's the Easter message. All right? With me so far? Amen? Yeah? All right? Okay. All right? Okay. So, in the meantime, <clears throat> we're on the way. Okay? And Jesus says, this is the way. I am the way and the truth and the life. Okay, so I'm going to make a theological point here because sometimes this passage right here is used to denigrate anybody else that doesn't see it exactly the way we see it. Jesus says, I am the way. No one comes to the Father but by me. Okay, So remember the context. 
He's after the Jewish authorities. Just like I said in the introduction to when Ron read about Stephen and Acts. He's after them saying, you had the chance, and your way is not God's way. I am the way, because God sent me. That's what makes me the way, is what Jesus is saying. So where I go to, where I'm a member, is Lutheran Church of the Great Spirit. Okay? It's a, it's a congregation on the south side in Bayview, and it's uh, really cool. It's uh, for indigenous or Native American. It's for everybody. But that's its, um, yeah, that's its, sort of, that's its core. And yet they welcome me in, in spite of what Europeans, which I am, in spite of what Europeans have done through the centuries. They welcome me in, which is great. So at Lutheran Church of the Great Spirit, we often talk about our life as a walk. You're on the walk, like on the way. Okay. So <clears throat> what do we get from these scriptures about how we live? Well, we can start by remembering always to build our life, our walk, our way on Jesus. Okay? Build it on Jesus. Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so let me, yeah, let, this is something I meant to, I was going to do with the children, but uh, I'll do it. But that's all right. Three, three things to help us um, build our life on Jesus Christ, okay? Then there's many more, but these are three. One is, remember this, right? God's word, be in the word, okay? A second thing is pray, okay? And the third thing is what you did today, but in the pew, okay? But in the pew. That's a, that's a reinterpretation of the sixth commandment, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, that was coined by a confirmation student here at Christ the King. So those are three things to do that can help us keep focused on the way, on the walk with Jesus Christ. So, along the walk, along the way, Sometimes we can get seriously out of joint. We can seriously miss the point. We can seriously get off the walk. So, remember the story from Acts? When they were stoning Stephen, who all he was trying to do was get the point across about Scripture and God, what God was up to. When they were stoning him, where did they, so that they could get a good throw, they had to take their cloaks off. And they laid him at the feet of a man named Saul. Because Saul was like the chief persecutor of the first Christians. Boo! <coughs> really vigorous and violent about persecution. This is Acts 7. In Acts chapter 9, just two chapters later, this same dude, Saul, is on the way to Damascus, and boom! God strikes, not strikes, but comes with lightning, just like at the resurrection, okay? And God intervenes, and Saul becomes Paul, 
Yeah? So if you ever think about yourself, or if you know anybody that thinks, man, I, am, I got so far off the walk, so far off the way, there's no way that God can welcome me back. Just remember, Saul became Paul. Okay? Saul became Paul. All right, I'm almost done. Okay, one more vital theological point from today's scripture. Especially, and this is lifted up by Martin Luther. Okay? Because, yeah, so now I'm going to say, my mom lives at Harbor Club, just a couple blocks away. Okay? And, and uh, oh, Mary, who's the other woman from church that lives there? Tony Lundy lives there. So that, you know, as I come in now, I, I'm just wearing my gym shorts or my sweats and, and uh, Stevens Point sweatshirt that Ellen gave me a long time ago. But little by little, you know, oh, that's Lois's son. He's a minister. He's a minister. Okay. And so they say, that so one by one they kind of, are you a minister? <laughs> I think they look, they're kind of skeptical. But I, so then I say, we're all ministers, right? That's good Lutheran theology. And it's only Lutheran because Peter said it first. And because Luther said, we got to build on the scripture, not on other stuff. Okay? The priesthood of all believers, we're all ministers. So whatever gifts God has given you as you walk and as you're on the way built on Jesus Christ we're all ministers. Amen? Figure out how, how God's using you. Let the Holy, Holy Spirit fill you. And there you go. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. To learn more about the ministries of Living Hope and Christ the King to ask for prayer or to make a donation to support the work we are doing in Ozaki County you can visit our websites at livinghopesockville.org or ctkport.org or click the link in the show notes to find us online or on social media. May God bless you and we hope you'll join us again soon.